that when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. That when you seem to have reached the end, this happens to be a moment of your divine breakthrough, which means the moment of your favor. We are going to read from the book of Ruth, chapter 1, from verse 19. So they went on together till they reached Bethlehem. This is Naomi and Ruth. On their arrival there, the whole city was astir over them, and the women asked, Can this be Naomi? But she said to them, Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has made it very bitter for me. I went away with an abundance, but the Lord has brought me back destitute. Why should you call me Naomi, since the Lord has pronounced against me, and the Almighty has brought evil upon me? Thus it was that Naomi returned with the Moabite daughter-in-law Ruth, who accompanied her back from the plateau of the Moab. They arrived in Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, we enthrone you, we glorify you, we acknowledge your faithfulness. Lord, we acknowledge that you are the King, you are the Lord, there is none like you. Your scars, failures, struggles do not determine your future. God does. In fact, your scars represent your glory. Ruth's spirit of self-sacrifice and moral integrity were favored by God with a gift of faith and marriage to Boaz. Thus, she became the ancestress of David and of Christ. Praise God. And then we are going to read, just to understand, we are going to read chapter 4 of Ruth. From verse 13, the Bible says, Boaz took Ruth, and when they came together as man and wife, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she bore a son. The women said to Naomi, Blessed is the Lord who has not failed you to provide with an heir. May he become famous in Israel. He will be your comfort and the support of your old age. For his mother is the daughter-in-law who loves you. She is worth more to you than seven sons. Naomi took the child, placed him on her lap, and became his nurse. And the neighbor women gave him his name. At the news that a grandson has been born to Naomi, they called him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Praise God. Now, this is a very interesting story that we just read about Ruth getting married to Boaz. And from the start of it, it's only four chapters. We know that um, what happened was Naomi went to Moab and he lost his husband, Elimelech, and his two sons. So one of the sons had married Ruth who decided beyond every doubtful doubt that she was meant to be with Naomi and she chose to follow her 
when she said these words that she will not leave her and she said that is a uh, chapter 1 verse 16 Ruth said do not ask me to abandon or forsake you for wherever you go i will go wherever you lodge i will lodge your people shall be my people and your god my god wherever you die i will die and there be buried may the lord do so to me and more besides if i ought to leave you but death separates me from you so she chose to stay with naomi the most interesting thing is as we just read our focus mainly is on the scars how the scars become her glory naomi was really scarred because she lost her husband and two sons and now she tried to discharge the two uh, daughter-in-laws and one of them refuses to go and she chose to stay with her what she did not know is that her scars will actually become her glory because she came and we we just read the first reading that it started with and the women were asking uh, who is this is this Naomi she don't call me Naomi call me Mara because of the pain that she endured the pain that she had to go through so she asked them don't call me Naomi call me Mara at that point probably when she was saying that she did not know uh, what god had in store she did not know what was going to happen but as we know that when we are down to nothing god is up to something and we know that jesus also was crucified and when he resurrected his scars brought joy to the disciples when he appeared to them in a closed room and the bible records and says they rejoiced when they saw his scars and when thomas saw his scars he said my lord and my god So there's something about scars, the scars of this life. There are things that we do not have control over. There are things that we cannot change in our lives. There are things that definitely we know that we know that we know. We can do nothing to change them. But this is how we know that we are human and God is God. So Naomi could have changed her situation, but she did not have the ability to do so. Why? Because I mean death came and took her two sons and husband and she's going back to a land where she had come from before uh, the Israelites land and she did not even know where to start i believe she was really grieving she was uh, she must have been going through loss and she was confused and she was hurting more than ever she had all these scars in her life that were making even those who saw her to question is could she be the one we do not know if she had lost weight or she has changed her countenance but i would imagine when you are scarred or when you are going through so many struggles in life definitely even your countenance will change and uh, she decided to tell them don't call me so why because the almighty has dealt so with me i left in abundance but look at me i've come back with nothing now that nothing is something before the eyes of god she forgot that she had the greatest gift of a daughter-in-law who was ruth apparently this is not a, a, a common thing to happen she was a moabite she's already lost her husband but she chose to remain with her naomi at that point did not she was so so blinded by scars you know scars have a way of blinding you to make you not to see the goodness the goodness that god has placed around us and this is what was happening to her she was so scarred that she was blinded to see that the the daughter-in-law ruth who chose to remain with her 
is actually a treasure because the very act that she decided to do to give herself to to her mother-in-law was beyond even understanding she was also going through pain she was processing loss but she chose to do something that has not been done by many she chose to remain with her yes she's not gonna get a, a husband from her because she doesn't even have a husband or any others like she was telling them that she hasn't got any more sons to give them and she even though she was asking her to go and get married she chose not to we may not understand her conviction but i believe when we choose to give when we choose to give even when we do not have then that means god has to provide that which we need to give because the greatest self-giving sacrifice was done by abba father when he chose to give us his son he gave us his son his precious precious son to us sinners so that means that when we make that decision to give to do something good even when we are going through a troubled time she chose to stay with naomi even though she was going through grief she had her own scars but she chose not to look at her scars not to focus on what she was experiencing and even beyond that even that sacrifice of not choosing to go back to her parents or to go back and get married but she chose to remain and to go with her to the land of israel now she was really so interesting because even where she happened to go it was known her ways were known and they were talking about her and by the time she got this husband that god provided to her because it was the favor of god that actually met with her and when boaz boaz inquired of her it was told to him of how how nice she is and how she chose to remain with naomi and not to leave her alone as a mother-in-law and probably even that is why the favor uh, boaz even favored her or felt that love for her and chose to redeem her and then the most interesting thing is now naomi is so scared because she has lost what probably she did not know at that time is that god is going to use the same very scars not just to transform her life or to change her story so people can hear but to change the course of her destiny and the destiny of the humanity why because look at what happened Ruth who is a daughter-in-law happens to be the one who chose to remain with her she happened to decide to give herself give her time and go and work in the field collect the food and the grain in the field and come and share with the mother in law and she chose to stay with her and not to go and look for young men to marry her and god blessed her heart the favor of god located her so she fell into that land where she was collecting grain the land of the one who was going to redeem her apparently happened to be a relative of naomi and this man comes and and decides to redeem her not just the land of naomi but also to take ruth as his wife and her story changes completely when she becomes the owner of the same very land that she was collecting grain from she becomes the owner 
the owner of the land upon which she was collecting grain from as a widow. So that makes Naomi still a mother-in-law. Her name does not change. And she bears a son once married to Boaz. And Naomi and the women name the son Obed. Now Obed becomes the father of Jesse. And Jesse becomes the father of David. And now we know that David is in the lineage of Jesus. Just imagine if she allowed her scars to dictate her future. This would never have happened. However, this is a revelation that God is always in control. It doesn't matter what we go through today. Our tomorrow cannot be dictated by today. And that is why the Bible says in Psalms, Psalms chapter 2, Only ask it of me and I will make your inheritance, the nations, your possessions to the ends of the earth because the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And it is God who releases his favor upon us. He is the one who favors, who allows us to get into these situations in our lives. That the favor of God rains like showers of rain upon us and our lives are transformed. And normally, like you look in the life of Ruth and Naomi, it is a moment when they thought that everything is finished. They have lost husbands. Naomi has lost children. And now it is the end. She did not know where to start. She did not know where to go. She just, the pain, the pain in her heart, the scars, you know, were making her to want to send everybody away and just be left there with self-pity and pain and everything. But one woman decided not to leave. One woman decided to stay and take care of her. She did not know that actually her life will be transformed and she will be in the history of the lineage of Jesus. Today, we read about her. I don't know what what you're facing. I don't know what you are coming out of or going into. But for me, this is a consolation that the past should not dictate our future. That any scars that we find in our lives should not be speaking to us. We should surrender it to God because God has a way of turning every situation and circumstance for our own good and for the greater glory of his name. And that is Romans 8.28, a verse that I love so much. And from this scenario also, we see how God provided a redeemer. He provided a Boaz in a very unusual place for Ruth. But she was just going on to collect grain so she can come and feed herself and her mother-in-law. When we choose to do good, God sees, God looks at the heart. When we choose to move out and do that act of kindness to somebody, it becomes a moment of our favor. We may not understand how God works, but I think it is a reminder that we should always focus on doing good. And then uh, that spirit of self-giving sacrifice and not allowing the circumstances that are surrounding us to dictate our thinking or to dictate what we do or how we look at life. I mean, life will give you a lemon, but you can make a lemonade. 
life will hand over anything to us because that is what life does even jesus said in this world you will have trouble but you can have peace in me be brave because i have overcome the world so what does that exactly mean it means life does what it does I mean all these things that are happening in our world today and in our everyday lives or maybe the challenges that come to us it is not something that we signed for nobody wrote an application nobody signed for it but things just happen but you see sometimes we end up getting stuck in those things when we focus too much on them and we allow them to be our guiding principle we should allow the love of god the power of god jesus christ the ruler the king of kings who reigns from heaven and on earth to become the one who reigns in us and through us and to know that our lives are in his hands he holds the world in his hand so that means our tomorrow is in his hands so he said that i alone knows the plans i have for you we might not know our plan for tomorrow and we should avoid living in fear because when we have that uncertainty then you are bound to live in fear but when we look to Jesus and focus on Jesus then we shall trust that he who said that he has plans to bring us prosperity he can use any situation imagine he used a situation that we cannot even understand how this happened a very negative experience that these two women you know had but somehow god used this situation to reveal that he is still god even in the midst of grief loss death you know frustration name it it does not have to be that oh god is punishing us oh god has left us jesus said i will never leave you orphans he is coming to us every moment and every day we just need to walk in faith and trust him through every struggle that comes to our lives through every challenge that we face and the moment of favor if we don't focus on jesus then we are going to miss the moments of our favor because we'll be bound to look at the circumstances surrounding us and then we just accept defeat but when we focus on Jesus we are allowing him to be our guiding our our guidance to guide us and to open the eyes of our hearts so we can see situations through his eyes and know that it is not what we think or what we imagine he has the final say he has the final word about our lives and it doesn't matter what we experience today or what we experience in the future he can change our today and transform our tomorrow because he is god so let us trust him trust him when we can see it trust him when we cannot see it let us not allow our scars to be the very things that are going to hold us back yet probably it is possible that the lord would want to use those scars that feeling of insufficiency that struggle that we are going through that trouble that pain that you could have experienced in that wound that brokenness the lord wants to use that to reveal his glory to reveal his power and to reveal to us that he is still god that he still has all the power that he is still the resurrected lord that he can change our situation even when we feel powerless or insufficient or pain or wounded it does not have to dictate who our god is it might make us feel different or experience different emotions but it should not dictate our future our tomorrow our purpose or the will of god in our lives 
Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, we enthrone you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for who you are, we submit and surrender ourselves to you, praying that, Lord, you may come into our hearts and reign in our hearts. Help us, Lord, to acknowledge your word and to believe and to know that our scars do not have to dictate what we believe or what we perceive to be or to become of us in this life that we should focus and fix our eyes on you you have the power to change and transform any circumstance for the greater glory of your name and for our own good because that is your word lord we enthrone you welcome you into our hearts we pray that you may take our scars take our struggles lord take all our pains and wounds and brokenness and transform it for the greater glory of your name lord jesus there is nothing that is impossible in your name we believe you have the final word you have the final say and you are the king of kings we worship you we bless you and we enthrone you have your way be glorified lord be magnified in jesus mighty name we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen